This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. And I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. And man, the show is going by fast today. We got another special guest for you right now. Uh, he is Real Clear Pennsylvania editor Charles McElwee. Charles, welcome to Rush to Reason. John, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it very much. And man alive, you guys in Pennsylvania, uh, I didn't watch all of the debate last night, but watched enough to get a feeling as to what was going on. And man, what a train wreck the other side has going on. It will be remembered in political campaign history. Years from now, this will be added to the list when you think of George H.W. Bush looking at his watch in 92 or how Rick Perry got eviscerated for not remembering a government department in the 2012 mm-hmm. Republican primary. People will remember John Fetterman's performance last yeah. night at, in the debate and the, the fact that clearly he has not recovered no. fully from his stroke. Which, which, and I said this in the last couple of hours, Charles, I want to make sure I say it again. I, my heart goes out to Mr. Fetterman. Uh, it, to me, it's, it's criminal what they're doing with him right now. He, he is not able to function in that capacity at all and should have withdrawn from this race months ago. It's now practice on the campaign's part for agreeing to this debate. Had he not participated in the debate, of course, Fetterman would have received criticism and he may have taken a hit for not doing the debate. Right. But nevertheless, the fact that they agreed to it, uh, I agree. I mean, it, 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 our hearts go out to him. It's a terrible situation. It's terrible misfortune that happened to John Fetterman on primary eve earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, nobody, and of course, people, if anything, you know, talking to voters in Pennsylvania, there's a bipartisan consensus, a rare one these days, that people feel sorry for him and what happened last night. But nevertheless, Many voters today in Pennsylvania are asking themselves, can they cast their ballot for Fetterman based on their assessment of his performance last night? And that was going to be my next question to you. Do you think there's a sympathy vote there, or are people just realizing, wait a minute, that this can't be our guy, he he just doesn't have the wherewithal to represent us correctly? There will certainly be voters in Pennsylvania who will empathize with Fetterman and therefore uh, cast their ballots for him on, on the basis that they don't want to associate his performance last night with what they believe could be um, a senator that they would want in Washington. But nevertheless, I think many voters in Pennsylvania, many of whom I've spoken to today, are asking themselves, can they in, in good conscience cast a ballot in the sense of a six-year contract with mm-hmm. an elected official representing Pennsylvania in Washington uh, in the clear condition that he's in. So this is a unique situation, and also consider the fact that hundreds of thousands of mail-ins have already been submitted or have been sent to voters in Pennsylvania, and we have uh, no-excuse mail-in voting here in Pennsylvania. So people have already voted. Mm -hmm. You have to consider that in a state with so many independently inclined voters, they may split their ticket, sit this out, or vote for Oz because they just can't go for Fetterman. What's the rest of the climate like in Pennsylvania when it comes to other races and things you guys have going? I mean, this is national. We're seeing it here. I mean, I, I, I get something in my inbox almost daily on what's going on there with you guys, but I know that can't be the only thing in Pennsylvania happening. 
No, there is so much going on. I mean, what, even our congressional districts, 17 of them, they're split down the middle. But what we're seeing in Pennsylvania is really this dramatic realignment that has happened in recent cycles. And this actually most acute last year in the sense of long-time Democratic counties here in Pennsylvania and working-class regions, places like the Scranton Corridor or um, Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, places that were long-time Democratic strongholds are now solidly Republican. Likewise, mm-hmm. places that were reliably Repu- Republican in suburbia are trending blue. So this is a very competitive state. And we have an extremely heated governor's race as well between Josh Shapiro, the Democratic nominee, who is the current state attorney general, who's facing Doug Mastriano, a state senator from rural Pennsylvania, who was first elected in a special election in 2019. And all polling suggests that Shapiro has the upper hand. But nevertheless, Mm. when you consider the voter mood here in Pennsylvania, even that is narrower than people think. Well, you, you guys, you know, it's surprising you actually have a better chance of having some red uh, winds or even a red wave, if you would. We in Colorado, and you would think being in the West like we are, we would be in better shape that way. But, Charles, uh, you guys are faring much better that way than we are. Right, and this was once a Democratic uh, stronghold, but for for perspective, in 2008 when Obama was elected— Democrats with a 1.5 million uh, registration advantage here in the state. That's down to 500,000. So you, basically you have long-time Democrats, families who were part of the labor movement here, working-class families who always voted blue. Now they're voting red. And that is what we're seeing here in Pennsylvania and why, I, if anything, it, on election night we're going to see a scenario where one should be in for some surprises, whether it's congressional seats are flipped or an even closer governor's race than people expect. What do you think, and maybe this is a lesson here for us in Colorado that we can learn, what got you to this place as a state? What took you from blue to red? It was gradual. So I think the average Pennsylvania voter can best be described as one who did not have a particular allegiance to either political party. This is a voter from the, I guess the best way to describe it is they're they're from the average Pennsylvania community is one that was defined by extraction industries, manufacturing, factories, basically an economy that is no longer there. And the voters in these communities had long felt that both parties failed them on issues of the economy, trade, immigration policy, uh, social issues, they felt left behind and disillusioned. And the average Pennsylvania, I would think, would be one who, for example, voted for Kerry in 04, went for Obama in 08 based on his dissatisfaction with the Bush era and the Iraq war's legacy, may have gone for Romney in 12, but certainly went for Trump in 2016 and voted for Trump again in 2020. So the average Pennsylvania voter was registered Democrat and only recently switched to Republican since Trump was elected. Hmm. And you can't, that is the average Pennsylvania voter. And it's hard. It's really a microcosm of uh, the upper Midwest and the industrial Northeast. And you guys, of course, given your history of the energy end of things, I've got to believe that the average voter there is looking at where we're headed as a country energy-wise, yet you guys have vast resources that can help the country fight off some of these uh, upticks in prices that we're all encountering right now. i got to believe the average Pennsylvanian is looking at that saying, time out, we can help, just let us. Exactly. I mean, this state, is its own global economy when it right. comes to the energy sector. And it fueled America's industrial revolution with anthracite coal alone. So you have all these communities of Pennsylvania where uh, when you look at the average neighborhood, most homes were built before World War II, and they're relying on oil or gas for fuel. Right. And winters aren't great here. Right. And people are living on fixed incomes. They already were living on fixed incomes before inflation set in. Yep. And now they're, they have to factor in the fact that they're going to be facing these rising bills at a time when winter is setting in. I can't imagine they're going to vote for the Democratic Party 
uh, in their, as an act of economic interest. If anything, they're switching to Republican this year. I would agree with you. Uh, Charles, how do folks find you guys at Real Clear Pennsylvania? Visit us at Real Clear Pennsylvania. We have a daily curation of everything going on here in the state, and certainly this is a state to watch to understand what could be ahead in Washington. And you know what? I think the other thing for us in Colorado, because we talk about this a lot uh, here, uh, one thing that we need to learn from states like you is how we can take the state red instead of blue. I'm 58 years old, Charles, and this state has been blue for as long as I can remember. It would be nice to go the other direction. We also have vast arrays of natural resources in Colorado we could be tapping into to help the nation out, natural gas being one of them, oil being the other. We have that ability. We have coal, too, by the way, so you know, not as much as you guys have, but we have vast arrays of natural resources in Colorado. We just need leadership here in this state that allow us to tap into it. And uh, unfortunately, in the Biden era, that is just not the case. And it's, it, it's, it's a tragedy because uh, it doesn't have to be this way. You're right. Charles, thank you. It's been a joy having you. You're welcome. But you're welcome anytime. It's been a joy talking to you, sir. Hey, likewise. Thank you for having me. You're you very on. welcome. Appreciate it. That's a new contact, by the way. I've not talked to Charles in the past, and we'll have him back on. In the future, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, don't forget, $1,000 off. Right now, speaking of energy prices, a new furnace, high-efficiency furnace, may be what you need to not only heat the home, but save money at the same time. And it's easy. There's $1,000 off right now. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, 720-526-0231. You're scared of overloading your electrical system this holiday. Using the dishwasher, oven, countertop kitchen appliances, television, heat, lights, and anything else getting used in a house full of people. Get covered with whole home surge protection from absolute electrical heating and air so you no longer need to worry about accidentally overloading your electrical system. Your protection spans three levels, the surge protection, the insurance for connected equipment, and the warranty on top of that starting at a minimum of five years in damage coverage. Don't feel like you need to work around your home preparing for the holiday. Get whole home surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Kevin Flesh actually texting him back and forth on some business dealings I have where he's given us some help, and you could be the same way. If you need legal help, give Kevin a call today, 303-806-8886. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now. 303-806-8886. All right. Real estate. uh, If you're looking to buy and sell, yeah, you need uh, an agency that can help you, a realtor that can help you with that process. Very, very hard to do that on your own in these days. Catherine and Robin, you get two realtors for the price of one, 720-437-8210. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. 
K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com slash home. Again, that's klzradio.com slash home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back, and Andy Pate calling in. Andy, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, John? I'm good. I to call in. Well, I wanted to call in on, and by the way, I'm doing good, too, after that debate. <laughs> I wanted to call in. Well, I'm sorry, but our chances of winning that they Yeah, uh, the, no, you're uh, correct. Made, you're correct. Well, the odds makers moved it to a two-to-one opportunity now for the Republican to win. Wow. So it's two-to-one odds. Uh, really quick, we... You had a caller calling in about how the Libertarian Party could basically rise up and replace the Republican Party because the Whigs were replaced by the Republicans. And I've I've debated this many times with Libertarians, and I love Libertarians. As you know, I hold a ton of their beliefs, but they're wrong on this. And the reason is, is because the Democrat Party, our opponent, is totally different today. And because of the nature of, the, of today's Democrat Party, you could not do that. Any splitting on our side won't create a new party that will take over. It'll create a one-party state like California or Illinois, and that's what it's going to do every time. And can I give you a few reasons why? No, no, go ahead. Okay. First of all, the Democrat Party today, I'm going to do five really quick. It's far more diverse. The Democrat Party back then was pure white. In fact, it was, let's face it, KKK. Yeah, Democrat exactly. Yeah, that's right. that's right. That's right. Right. And... This Democrat Party today actually draws from all the communities that have the largest birth rate. Okay, now that has gone down a lot because of they, they yep. screwed up with Hispanics. That's right. That's on them. But, but by and large, they still have that. So that is a party that you're dealing with. It's much more of a leviathan if you're talking population-wise. Number two, and this is the biggie, money. The new Democratic Party is rich. They, almost every single race that goes on nationwide, the Democrat has way more money than the Republican. You probably know this. And the reason is they, they own Hollywood. They own big tech. They own all the woke executives, athletes, uh, money coming in from overseas. Everybody around the world wants the Democrat Party to win because they want America taken down. Mm-hmm. And so today's Democrat Party is so incredibly well financed that if we do any splitting on our side, you see what happens. Number three. They, the Democrat Party today, unlike that one, today's Democrat Party has complete control of the public space, okay, of all four major influencers of public thought. The Democrat Party then didn't have total control of academia. They didn't have total control of the media. They didn't have total control of big tech. There was no big tech. They didn't have total control of the entertainment and sports industry, okay, they didn't. Today's Democrat Party has complete control of all of those, mm-hmm. and those things mobilize uh, public thought. If we split on our side, that's what we're unleashing. Number four, the church is dead in America today, largely, and you know this. Mm-hmm. Okay, The church would be a mobilizing force against uh, uh, a, an all-powerful Democrat Party. That is no longer the case. Uh, today's We're largely secular. We do not have that mobilizing center anymore to go against that. And finally, um, due to the new immigration of today, and I'm not talking legal, you know, where people come here legally. I'm talking the waves of illegal. We have had a massive influx of tens of millions of people with absolutely no loyalty to America. That is now the foundation of much of our, our population, okay? And so when you put these things all together, you have a Democrat Party today that if you tried to do the split and form a new one and treat the Republicans like the Whigs and move them aside and have the Libertarian become the... If you try that, you're going to have a single-party rule nationwide. And you're going to have... it Everywhere will be California. Everywhere will be Illinois. Everywhere will be all these things. You're you're not going to get three parties. You're going to get one. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, 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 like I said, it, you know, the chances of of there being a solid third party on either side of that aisle, in other words, the Republicans splitting or the Democrats splitting, I do think that if there's a split, it will be on the Democrat side. But again, Andy, it's it, it's a it, the likelihood of that happening, even in our lifetime, slim to none. Yeah, 
Well, the, the, the reason is, is if we try to do it on our side, John, we're simply going to give the country to the Democrats. Correct. Numerically and monetarily, it cannot work. Correct. It's totally different now than it was then. And by the way, here's something libertarians need to understand. They're winning. The Republican Party over the last 20 years has become, we didn't get rid of the Tea Party and Libertarian No, we, embra- we, we, we actually absorbed them. Right. I mean, look at our look at Republicans now on war. Right. Where they were before. Correct. Where they, look at them now on um, marijuana, where they were before. Look at them now on gay marriage, where they were before. Correct. Look at them on so many issues. Uh, we have become them much more than Good throwing point. them aside. Great we point. them. Anyway, Great point. That's, that's my point. No, you, you are you are right. So, really quick, I'll ask you the same question I asked the last guest, Charles from Real Clear, uh, Pennsylvania. How much sympathy sympathy vote does Fetterman get last night for last night's Very performance? Little. I mean, very little. Look, because the people who would have who would vote for him out of sympathy are generally people who would have been in the bag for him. Yeah, anyway. they're the hardcores the that are going to do it no matter what, anyways, right? Yes. Um, and by the way, this is a reason why I'm not worried about the early vote in Pennsylvania. The hardcores are the ones who vote. The ones who are committed are the ones who vote early, John. Um, the ones who are in the middle who are, you know, even the independents who vote early are the ones who have made up their mind. Okay? The persuadables are the ones who are watching that debate or, you know, watching the clips from it. I believe that debate lost some of the election. Charlie did and say, though, I, I, you know, and I don't know if you heard this, but Charlie just told me in my ear, he raised a million dollars in three hours after that. Yeah, yeah. So what? He could raise, look. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, Charlie said but, sympathy. Um, sympathy is the answer. Well, uh, actually, what it is more is uh, dem- uh, Democrats are moving their money to what, you got to keep in mind, the Democrats as early as recently as two weeks ago, still thought they had that state in the bag. True. Okay? And so what they're doing is mobilizing money. One thing Democrats do much better than Republicans is mobilize money. Mm-hmm. Okay? Very true. And so they are mobilizing money to a place where they feel we can still win this. I think they're wrong. I mean, maybe, but I think they're wrong at this point. And they are moving their money there to try to save him with an ad blitz, and that's what their donors are going to do. Um, Man, I don't well, to me, sympathy. Andy, that just seems like a complete a waste of money. Yeah. Well, th- th- this is like Soros. You know, he went from a lot of major successes, you know, getting all these DAs and people in place to where, as of late, Soros has been doing nothing but burning tens of millions of dollars on lost causes. Yep. And I kind of think that's what they're going to be doing in this case. I mean, what do you think, John? Do you think this is going to work? No, I don't think so. I think the performance last night showed that if you really want somebody representing you, it can't be him. Yes, and you know, and, and the thing that people are keeping in, are forgetting here is he wasn't just incompetent. Okay, Doctor Oz was very competent and tore apart his position. Correct, and showed people. And 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 here's the biggie, as your guest was saying, energy. It it became crystal clear he is lying. Right. About his position on energy. That's right. Abs- that's exactly right. Zillions of clips. Yep. And the energy, the uh, Pennsylvania voters, you can pull the wool over any group of voters' eyes for only so long. I think the ones who are persuadable, who care about energy, they're the ones who are going to throw him out. Agreed. But that's my prediction. Good stuff. No, Andy, okay. appreciate it. That's all good. See you Friday, by the way. We'll have movie reviews for you guys on Friday that Andy will do here uh, tomorrow as well. High Five Plumbing is coming up next. Again, anything you need inside of your home when it comes to plumbing, they're there for you. Have a great testimonial that you've heard from Bob in Thornton as well. Great guys. They want to take care of you and your home. They've got a great membership program as well. Give them a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. A small problem can quickly turn into a disaster when it comes to your plumbing. The situation you're dealing with can do devastating damage to your home. You want the protection of a High Five Plumbing Club membership. As a member, you automatically get priority service and scheduling and a 10% discount on every service call. Bad plumbing can destroy your home, but the perk of a club membership takes the pressure off a stressful situation. 
On top of Advantage scheduling, you will get access to emergency plumbing services available 24-7 and a discounted after-hour service call fee. Water damage is potentially devastating to your home, so call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445 to learn more about the membership or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com plumbing. Mention KLZ when you schedule any appointment for a waived service fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner high five plumbing where every call ends in a high five all right extreme auto repair tires that's a big deal right now you can get those cooper tires at cost and also don't forget the headlight restoration 55 dollars right now at extreme auto repair so you've got some yellowing and cloudiness to your headlights get that cleaned up get it taken care of and see brighter all winter long klzradio.com 303-841-1071 Don't wait to take your car in until you're broken down in a storm, wishing you had done the maintenance. Bring your car into Extreme Auto Repair for maintenance now. Snow could come at any time, and you don't want to be caught off guard in poor conditions, not knowing the condition of your vehicle. Make sure those crucial components of your car, including your tires, battery, headlights, and heater, are going to last you through the winter. As the weather starts changing, fluctuating temperatures affect your car beyond what you see on the surface. So addressing the issues now is critical. Extreme Auto will help you winterize your vehicle, explaining why they recommend certain services to better prepare you for the cold months. Colorado winters are unpredictable. So give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a maintenance appointment. 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. $1,000 a year savings on average. That's Solar Energy Partners, Alan Davis. He can show you how that works. Call him today, 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Allen only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power. Now, make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Don't forget, you can text us things as well, which some of you have been doing on some of the articles and things you want me to research, which I will do, by the way. 307-282-22 is our text line, studio line 303-477-5600. Andy, which he led right into what I was promoing for today anyways, is talking about George Soros. He mentioned that a moment ago. Who is George Soros? Some of you know the name, you know of him. Some of you know him a lot better than probably even I do, although... I think I know his his type and what he stands for and what he's trying to accomplish across the country fairly well. For those of you that don't, he is a quote-unquote billionaire philanthropist. Now, he got his billions by shorting the dollar years ago and actually caused havoc in several world markets in doing so. So he didn't get wealthy by... The normal way people get wealthy, he did it shorting currency. Now, he's known now as a philanthropist. To me, that's a stretch. George thinks he's Satan himself, I believe. He kind of thinks of himself as a mini-god. I'm not exaggerating, by the way, in what I just said. I'll get to that in a moment. Somebody sent me a long article on this, by the way, so thank you for doing that. So philanthropists normally donate money and property to needy individuals, institutions for the purposes of advancing human welfare, security, happiness. Indeed, with its anthro root, 
Philanthropy literally means love of mankind. For decades, however, Hungarians, Hungarian-born left-wing billionaire philanthropist George Soros has supported, advocated, and bankrolled everything rotten, subversive, destructive, hateful, and evil. There's probably a few other words you could add to that, but you get the idea of who George is. He's like Satan's son, literally. Currently, his name is most often heard in conjunction with radically pro-criminal defense attorneys or district attorneys across America, many of them household names due to the spectacular explosion and violent crime that they have enabled. Soros DA Larry Krasner in in Philly, Soros DA Kim Fox, Chicago, Soros DA Chesa Bowden in San Francisco, Bowden, I should say, and scores of others. From George Gaskin in L.A. to Marilyn Mosby, Baltimore, Kim Gardner, St. Louis. 75 in all, each elected because of massive infusions of Soros cash into their campaigns. I'll, I'll add this really quick. I believe that we have Jenna Griswold here in Colorado as our Secretary of State because of George Soros. We have our own district or our, our own general attorney in Colorado, Phil Weiser. Because of George Soros. I'm not exaggerating in what I just said, folks. He's the reason we have what we have in Colorado in a lot of cases. Did he back Polis directly? Polis had a lot of his own money, so I don't know if he needed to. Do they think alike? Absolutely. Keep in mind, every one of those cities that he is now in charge of, or his clan is in charge of, they are literally degraded, crime-infested, skyrocketing murder, rape, robbery, Rioting, arson, drug abuse, mass shoplifting, you name it, they are just rat holes. Because that's what George believes in. George wants to legalize drugs. He supports euthanasia. He funds Black Lives Matter. He is for socialism and globalism and open borders and defunding the police. You guys already know my feelings on defunding the police. It's not really a defunding of, it's a replacement of. Let's replace the police with my guy that I know will go and take John Rush's guns. That's what they mean. It's not really a defund. It is initially, but it's a refunding of the guys and gals they want involved in police and law enforcement and even the military that will go and do the things that they want done. Which right now they don't have because the average police officer won't do that. That's my belief. So he wants to legalize drugs. He's for euthanasia and so on. He is for devaluing America's currency, once telling the Financial Times that an orderly decline of the dollar is actually desirable, even though that amounts to an upright theft, outright theft of Americans' lives, Americans' life savings and investments. He favors the destruction of American sovereignty in favor of a global governance. He's, He's an ultimate globalist, by the way. He doesn't like Israel and has supported her enemies. He detests truthful news coverage and funds organizations that daily attack the only free free press America has. In short, if it's immoral, subversive, and anti-American, Soros favors it. He organizes and funds it. If it's noble and freedom-producing, like free markets and constitutional government, he sets up funds and organizations to undermine and destroy it. Why? What is really going on inside the mind and soul of George Soros? Messianic fantasies, the creator of everything. Even though conservatives generally regard him as akin to the evil emperor in Star Wars, the emperor's shadowy and malevolent behind-the-scenes power, George Soros simultaneously represents the lifeblood, indeed the life itself, to hundreds of organizations on the far left. They see him as a messianic figure, revered, revered, sorry, revered leader and a godfather and almost a god who provides good things for his children. Indeed, Soros admits he wants to recreate the world in his image like a god. That, char- that characterization is not opinion, it is, and it's not rhetoric. It is living out this messianic fantasies and openly likening himself to some kind of god is how precisely George Soros, ironically an atheist and self-hating Jew, describes himself in his more candid moments. I, this is a quote, 
I fancied myself as some kind of God, Soros once wrote. If truth be known, I carried some rather potent messianic fantasies with me from childhood, which I felt I had to control, otherwise they might get me in trouble, unquote. Folks, this guy is as evil as evil gets. I could keep going, I won't, but th this whole article is titled, The Billionaire Who Thinks He's God. And George Soros does. This guy is as evil as evil gets. There's not too many people that I would not shed any, you know, some sort of sympathy or tear over if they died. George Soros is one of them. Yeah, I just said that. This guy is as evil as it gets. He has done more to destroy lives around the world, not just here in America, but around the world as probably anybody else we can imagine. We all think Hitler's a bad guy. You could put George Soros in the same category. He just does it in a different way than Hitler did. That's all. The way he thinks, though, very much the same. Go look up anything about George Soros and tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. I probably should be careful in how I'm even talking and what I'm saying because this guy doesn't like being challenged at all. He is a crumb of all crumbs and will do anything possible to destroy this country. Don't believe me? Go look up some of the things I just mentioned. There is nothing that was said that's untrue. This guy, and, and again, I go back to what Andy and I talk about all the time. If you're a Democrat and you vote for a Democrat or you're a Christian and you vote for Democrats, this is the guy on your team. That's the guy on your team. So you Christians that think it's okay to vote for Democrats because you just don't like the Republican or you just don't like Donald Trump or even some of you Republicans that are going to go vote third party because of what Ron Hanks did and you're not going to vote for O'Day, you're voting for George Soros indirectly. Actually, probably directly. Think about that. If you don't cast a vote for Joe O'Day and you're on the right side of the aisle, you're voting for George Soros. If you think for one second Michael Bennett doesn't take his marching orders from George Soros, think again. He does. Michael Bennett is as big of a, well, not as big of a crumb. He, he, he is a crumb that you know, beckons to the other crumb, George Soros. Let's say it that way. And he's about, he's about the biggest weak, you know, that guy's just a big wet noodle. You saw him try to run for president the last go around. Not going to happen. I, I, I really don't understand how he ever got to be senator in Colorado in the first place. I really don't. And it's a shame that we here in Colorado as conservatives cannot elect somebody or, you know, raise up somebody to beat him in this election. And even when we have somebody that has a chance, not only does he torpedo himself, we torpedo him as well. I am not part of that we, by the way. It's just, I don't get it. You guys that are listening to me, tell me that I'm wrong. You're not voting for Joe O'Day as basically voting for George Soros and his regime. Does he call all the shots in the Democrat Party? Mm, probably not all, but does he have huge influence and call a lot of them? Yes. Yes, he does. That is not an untrue statement. He has used his money wisely when it comes to politics and the changing of this country. Do I believe he's a tool of Satan? Absolutely, I do. I think you'd have a hard time saying he's not. I know those are strong words, folks, but they're true. What does Christ say? You're either for me or against me? Is George Soros for Christ? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers. He'll help you with any mortgage decisions you have. What do you do? How does it work? What are some of the options? First-time buyers, you name it. Kurt can help with all of that. 720-895-0500. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the Asset Manager Mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan to value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. Hey, have somebody give your financial plan a fresh look, see what it's, you know, see what it's doing. Is it going to work out the way that it was planned to? Talk to Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. Sometimes your money doesn't work very hard for you when you need it the most. Like in retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you find alternative products with more strategic potential so your money is positioned better to work for you. Your approach to growing and maintaining a nest egg should be personalized to your lifestyle. Al can help position your money to grow in a way that feels manageable to you so you have additional income through retirement without making major sacrifices. Al considers factors like your risk tolerance, the kind of long-term growth you want to see, and how much income you'll need long-term to maximize the longevity of your nest egg. Make your money work for you, starting with a fresh look from Golden Eagle Financial. At 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. You love your office. It's where you do your best work. You're productive, so you're on a roll when your printer stops working. Ugh. You open it up, but you're not a technician, so you can go get the part, but the store down the street is out of what you need. You could also watch a video online, but none of them really make sense to you. And then you're out of the flow. Now imagine that all you had to do was make a phone call. Your service technician is in your office with everything they need to get you up and running again. One phone call and business equipment service was able to solve the problem for you remotely. BES customers stay productive by buying or renting office equipment from a company that has earned their trust. That's because business equipment service works around the clock to make sure that you can do your best work. Stay productive with sales, solutions, and service from business equipment service. Get back in the flow. Go to BESofColorado.com. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, I think I have enough time to close out with this. I got an interesting text message while I was on air and was responding to some of this while, or some of these messages while I was on some of the breaks we've had in the last hour. So this started at 4.30. John, I'm with Proposition 123. Vote yes to help local governments solve the affordable housing crisis without raising taxes. My response was, that's a huge no for me. They responded, which I was surprised at. With a bipartisan measure to affordable housing, 230 businesses and nonprofit organizations endorsed statewide. No opponents, more info here. And they gave me the website. Would love your support. What is holding you back from voting? Yes. My response, this money will go to the black hole of construction and will never be used for its intended purposes. I'm not wrong, by the way. Their answer, hi, John, I understand your frustrations with the development industry. That's not what I said. The fact is, this crisis is largely driven around stock, and we are hoping to address this by investing in development. If we get more buildings with affordable units built... We think this is a success. And I said, then go raise private funding and have at it. 
This is not the proper role of government or my tax dollars. It is not my responsibility as a taxpayer to make sure everyone else has affordable housing. To which they responded, John, you're welcome to your beliefs on this. We feel that developing more affordable houses will help everyone when teachers, nurses, and firefighters, they always use those three, by the way, live closer to the communities where they work, we, and this is their words, we greater outcomes for those communities. Those words, not mine. I said in response, not really. Firefighters make good money. Most have other jobs and or businesses. And don't include the teachers. They make a nice starting wage here in Colorado, and the average is $60,000 plus. And they only work nine months out of the year. Nurses, I've got family members that are, make really good money. And none of these people groups are good examples. They haven't responded yet. Folks, we need to do more of this, even when these text messages come in, to shoot these things down. It's nonsense. Now, my gut feeling is this will pass. There'll be enough people that look at this and read, quote-unquote, no new taxes. Well, it's not really that way. They're taking a portion of income tax revenue already coming in and earmarking it for, quote-unquote, affordable housing. Now, am I against anyone having a house? No. Am I against anyone being able to afford where they live? Of course not. Am I against doing it on the back of a taxpayer's? Yes. If different entities out there want to figure out a way to address the high cost of living in Colorado, more power to them. This is not going to fix it. And I will say it again, nor is it my responsibility as a taxpayer to fix it. I've said it, and I will keep saying it. There are plenty of hours in a week where if you can't afford rent, then you better go work two jobs. Yes, I said that, and yes, I mean that. And yes, I've done that myself. If you can't afford where you live, then maybe you shouldn't live there, or maybe you should work more to afford where you live. Where out there does a state that we taxpayers should be subsidizing individuals to live in a particular area? I missed that part in the Constitution, I guess. And no, don't throw the general welfare clause at me because that's not what it means. It's not the proper role of government to create affordable housing. I am 1,000% against Section 8 as well. Section 8 is a noose around most people's necks that live there and holds them back, doesn't drive them forward. How do I know that? Because most that live there know exactly how much they need to make to get the discount they need on housing so that they can actually live. If they make too much money, they lose Section 8. There's no incentive to make more because they lose that benefit, so they don't. I speak the truth, folks, in this area. I'm not lying. You can ask most people who live in Section 8 housing if I'm right or wrong. I'm right. And the slumlords that own it, shame on you. Yeah, I just said that as well, and I know some of you that do. I wouldn't own Section 8 housing if you gave it to me. Why? Because I don't want to participate in that. Sorry. I'm not going to be a landlord and participate in that. It, it, yeah, Charlie said it's crooked, and he's right. It is. It, it's a scam, folks. It really is. You talk about being a slumlord and holding people back, those are the folks that own Section 8 housing. I know Christians, by the way, that own Section 8 housing. Shame on you, by the way. Yeah, I said that. Half tempted to give this to Bob Duco for our NCR topic sometime and just talk about should Christians own Section 8 housing. I, I say no. It, you're not helping people when you own it. You might think you are. You're not. You're making it worse for them, actually. You're de-incentivizing them to go out and make it on their own. You're, yeah, Charlie said you're right. You're trapping them. Thank you, Charlie. Great words. You're enslaving them. Let's say that, actually, because that's really what you're doing. You're making modern-day slaves out of them. 
All the while, Section 8 folks that own make a bunch of money and just roll it all to the bank in a wheelbarrow. I'm not exaggerating in what I just said. How any Christian in their right mind could own Section 8 housing is beyond me. So I go back to Proposition 128 or Referendum 128. That's a no for me, folks. Big no. Do we need affordable housing? You know, define that for me, by the way. Affordable to whom? Affordable to you all listening? Affordable to, you know, a, a 20-something that's in college trying to go to college and pay rent or somebody that just got out of college and starting a new job? I mean, who, who are we talking about here? Who, who, who is this affordable housing for? And why do they need this? What's their budget like? What else are they spending money on? I have questions that I don't have answers to, but we want to we want to just make government programs through ballot measures that will quote unquote fix this. Mark my words, this will pass and it will not fix affordable housing in Colorado. That's my prediction. Yes, this will pass. No, it will do nothing to fix the affordable housing crisis in Colorado in this Denver metro area. Those are my predictions, and I don't think I'll be wrong. Unfortunately, I won't be wrong. Veteran Windows and Doors, speaking of your home, having a nice place to live, nice, comfortable place to live, save money on your energy. Dave Bancroft from Veteran Windows and Doors can come out and show you how that works in your home. And again, you don't have to do all windows or all doors. You may just have one that's bad. One window, one door. A door, a window. You may want to add a window. You name it, Dave can do it all. And right now, there's 35% off Provia windows and doors. That's through October. You don't have much time left. 303-529-0720. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. At Veteran Windows and Doors, you're paying for a quality upgrade to your home. Unlike the big companies, when you're paying a premium for their marketing and advertising, Veteran Windows and Doors work with you and for you. They believe that homeowners should make insightful decisions rather than being pressured into deciding on the spot. They educate their customers along the way, providing a one-on-one experience throughout the process. You're paying to upgrade your home, so work with the company that will make sure you're satisfied. Veteran Windows and Doors has qualified, licensed, and insured installation teams at every job, guaranteeing consistent, high-quality work throughout your partnership together. Call Veteran Windows and Doors today and pay up to half the cost that you would with another company. Get 35% off when you mention KLZ Radio for the month of October only. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or visit klzradio.com windows. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, real quick as a reminder, when it comes to the propositions and ballot measures, there's only two yeses. Everything else is a no. D on a new 23rd Judicial District is a yes, because it's just a formality. And yes, on 121, should we lower income tax? Everything else, in my opinion, is a flat-out no, including the one I just went over on the affordable Housing. Do not let the wording deceive you. Listen to what I just said. And there are no's across the board, except for the two I just mentioned, D and 121. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget, Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House should be with us during the first hour. I'll get that confirmed here a little bit later tonight. If you have anything to ask them, please text me, 307-200-8222. Otherwise, have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.